Hey everyone, thanks for joining me. We are continuing our stroll today through this strange land called the Strange Paradiso. And I want to share a couple of things with you that I have recently learned about. The first thing I want to share is um, this to me is pretty unsettling. It's pretty dang unsettling. Okay, so anyhow, um, this was reported to someone that I know. Then I had to, um, well, the person actually contacted me about this um, strange encounter. So what happened was this house, now um, it's here in Riverside County, in an area that I have heard about before from a few different people that the houses that they live in are actually very active as far as um, any type of unexplained activity, all right? So this person has not lived there for very long. They moved in at the beginning of the year, so they've been there actually for less than 12 months. What happened right away, they started noticing, well, her and her husband actually started noticing that their keys to their car were being misplaced, but to the point where they could not find them. So they would find them in strange random places like in their drawer, in in their dresser drawer. Um, One time her keys were in the bathtub and strange things like this. Things that you know that you did not put those items there. Just that blatant. So her husband actually has a job where he's not home every night. He's away for so many nights out of the week. So these things are continuing. They have a couple of cats that are acting strangely. And they don't know what to do. They don't know what's causing this. Her husband started thinking that maybe it had something to do with the Wi-Fi, the electrical elements in their house, and so on. Even some sort of perhaps magnetic type of issues, why these things were happening. Because he didn't want to go in the direction that we all probably would have went in from the very beginning. Okay, so anyhow, these things are continuing, but while they are... I mean, they are frustrating. They will make you kind of, um, I mean, it'll make some people angry and just, you don't know what's going to be where next. You don't know if you should maybe keep your keys on a clip on your clothing or things like this. So these things are continuing He's away for a couple of the nights out of the week from the house. So she is there alone. And she said that it was one night and she heard a scratching sound. She was asleep. She said she knows it was after midnight, but she doesn't know exactly what time it was. So she hears this scraping noise. She's lying on her side. And she turns over on her back to get a good listen to see what it might be. And she said that it sounded like cats were running through the house. 
but it her cats didn't make any sound but she said it was too light to have been a dog or to have been a person it was like a scraping sound but it sounded like running like cats so she gets up and her cats are there in her room they're not running anywhere so she comes out she looks around she doesn't see anything she goes back to bed and that was that well it continued the next night but this time she said she heard like bare feet running their house um, it doesn't have any carpet it's all wood and tile as far as the flooring so nothing is going to be muffled if there are things walking around in there you're going to be able to hear them especially in the middle of the night and then with the high ceilings and everything it's going to echo and she said it sounded like running back and forth through the house like bare feet you know bare feet make like a slapping sound she said that's what it sounded like so she just got up she looked down the hallway and she decided that she was not going to go out of her room so she just closed the door and locked it and went and laid in her bed she said she didn't was not able to go to sleep until she saw the sun starting to come out okay so her husband comes home she tells him about these things he i mean what choice have you got when you're experiencing things yourself he kind of okay we know that there's something strange in here but you were alone maybe you were stressed because of all these things that are happening and well let's just take it easy and see how this goes so that night he's home and she said she heard the scratching sound again she turned over because she was going to wake him up so he could listen to it also she said that on the ceiling right above her bed there was something black that was on the ceiling it was as big as like a four-year-old child she sat up and this thing turned around and looked at her and she said the eyes were red and glowing and it showed its teeth then it quickly ran down okay now it's on all fours hanging upside down okay on the ceiling above her so it runs down the side of the wall she said it goes under that little whatever you want to call it that little opening that's barely you know you can see light underneath it like from the doorway it goes under that doorway and disappears she was trying to wake up her husband she couldn't speak she was like hitting him with her with her hand trying to wake him up all the while when this thing is going on so he wakes up he gets up he goes out to go and look and see where this thing may have gone but of course there's nothing this was all for her to see this whole thing, I believe, is meant for her. So, um, being that this house is in an area that is um, 
it's pretty well known to be haunted, okay? I mean, it's it's like um, in this particular area, about 78% of the people realize that there is something going on there. And it's not just one or two houses. It's pretty much the entire neighborhood. That is, okay, what uh, we tend to believe happens when you build on top of certain things. I, I look at this situation, though, and I'm going to tell you, we hear about places that are built on top of cemeteries or on top of burial grounds and things like this. And uh, while we might, we may think like, okay, well, that's why these strange things happen. Well, on the other hand, why are the strange things that happen evil? Why is that that, okay, I understand these things are built on places that people have been buried. So why is there so much what seems to be um, like uh, more like a diabolical type of haunting? See, it, it kind of like uh, makes me stop and think, okay, well, why would it be wicked though? Why wouldn't it just be activity? Why are there always these entities that are seen or the majority, okay, of these things lean towards being diabolical? My belief, and I've said this before, one of the reasons is because negativity attracts negativity. Okay, I know some of you are saying, well, what negativity? Where, where are you getting that from? There are people who, and I'm not saying that this happens all the time. I'm not saying that um, this is the reason why it's happening here in this place. But there are some who will do, um, I'm going to say like a, um, I guess it's kind of like a prayer, but it's more like a curse. And who will put these words onto these properties that uh, in the future or whatever, if anyone tries to build on this land or do whatever and whatever, that they will be cursed and so on. This is something that is overlooked a lot of times. This is something that a lot of people do not want to talk about. But anytime you do certain things. And like we talked about before, some of the things seem innocent. Now, in this case, putting some type of a, a land curse on some place is not innocent, all right? But there are, are also some things that are practiced that seem innocent, but they're really not. So what these people are doing, knowingly or unknowingly, is that they are actually inviting these type of lower level entities into this particular area or these areas. 
they can remain there dormant for eons. But once they start grading that land, building on top of that land, digging holes, digging this, digging that, especially they find some of those remains and um, they seem to think it's okay if they go ahead and perform a little ceremony there and take up the rest of the remains. That'll make everything okay. But it doesn't. It does not make everything okay. They go ahead and remove those remains from the spot that they were placed in after death. And to think that, okay, well... They, these people have been gone for so many years. They have no family members left. They're forgotten. It's okay if we go ahead and build a, a new master plan community on this or a 7-Eleven or whatever for in the, in the name of progress. So uh, as long as we say some prayers and remove those bones, it'll be fine. No, it's not okay. It's never okay, and it never will be. For more reasons than one, all right? But then we also have the fact that some of these areas have a land curse. Once again, I'm not saying every single one of them. But when I see things like this, when I see things that we know, I mean, it's right out there. They're not even faking. These things are not good. It's... It's... um. Pretty blatant. I mean, it, I, I see it. So what is to be done about something like this? Personally, guys, I don't know if something like that could be. Well, you know what? I take that back. I take that back. I was going to say that um, I didn't believe that those things could be cleared. But actually, yeah, you know... Um, I think that they can be, but it's probably going to take someone who is very powerful, very well-versed in doing these things, in clearing these things, who have been invited there, who have been pretty much uh, by some authority, been, you know, given a legal right to be there. So, uh, yeah, it will really take someone to be able to clear that. Also, and I don't know, this is a question that I've got. I'm thinking of like the, like the, the cockroach scenario, okay? And I'm calling it this because when I used to live in Texas in an apartment, they would come and they would clear cockroaches from one of the apartments, but all the roaches would do would be go into the next apartment or go uh, across the way into the other apartments. They would scatter and go somewhere else because they weren't annihilating them. They were just chasing them from one area. So I wonder if that would be a type of scenario that may happen in a case like this where you get someone in there to go and clear that house. It's not going to necessarily uh, dissipate and just turn to ashes, okay? It's going to just 
go somewhere else. So perhaps that's why some of these entire areas remain active when it comes to things like hauntings and um, stuff like that. It, it seems to um, be a possibility, but I don't know if that for sure happens. I don't know if, uh, if my neighbor had her house cleared, if it would necessarily just come over to my house. I believe that, okay, there may be some certain things that these entities would be looking for. They would be looking for a type of environment that is like, uh, you know, what they like. I don't believe that they're going to go into like um, a clean environment. I'm saying clean because of, you know, people who don't do certain things and so on. Or if they're going to search around for something that they like, the type of environment that they are able to um, be in. I can't say live because I don't really know what, I don't know if these things are living or what they are, but, um, you know, if they are, see, it, it's just a question that I have. So, I'm I, actually, I know a couple of people who would be able to answer that for me, and I'm going to find out. I know we all have our own ideas of how we feel about this. And, um, I'm going to get someone, a couple of other people's opinions who are actually, who do this kind of thing, who actually do clearings and so on. But I wanted to share that with you. It is pretty creepy. How would you like to open your eyes in the middle of the night or any time and see something like that and therefore to look at you and show its teeth? I um, see that is all for fear. We We know this. Well, and we also know that it is so intimidating. Most people are. I mean, if you're not fearful at the beginning, it's going to give you a start, okay? It's going to shake you up. I know it would shake me up. I don't know what I would do. But anyhow, um, that is the first thing that I wanted to tell you about. Now, this other thing. We talk about... Parallel universes, different dimensions, portals, stargates, all kinds of things like this. Wormholes. All right. So this actually, I was reading about this. But it's not the first story or experience that I've heard about this particular thing. I have heard very similar stories. So I was reading, and it doesn't go any further than what I'm going to say in this experience. It says, and this is not anything that's been told to me, this particular one that I'm going to relate to you right now. This was not told to me. This is not my story. This is something that I read. And all that it says is, when I was 12 years old, I went missing for two days. But I have no recollection at all of where I was. That is 
all that it said. Okay. I have heard a an experience from someone who is it's quite similar to this. Because she said she went I don't know, I think she went to a shopping or something. And when she came back, there were people who were like, where have you been? And she was like, what? And they said, where have you been? And even her work, her work was calling her. Are you sick? Were you in an accident? What happened? Her family was like, we put, we contacted the police and this and that. You're a missing person. She's like, I went shopping. And they asked her, where did you go? And she said, I don't know. She doesn't know where she went. She knows she went shopping. Or that's where she was going. But after that, she has no recollection of actually shopping. Did you go to the mall? Did you go to the market? Did you, did you go to the shoe store? Where did you go? She doesn't know. But she was gone for like 36 hours or something like that. She also had no recollection. What did you buy? Do you have any bags? Have you got a receipt? Did you even put gas in your car? Do you have a receipt for the gas? Nothing. Very, very strange. So where do these people go? They've got nothing as far as a memory. They cannot answer a question. All she knows, I guess, is uh, she was going to go shopping. And then after that, it's uh, a blackout. I would like to say that perhaps this has something to do with she entered into another dimension and so on, but she doesn't even have a memory of that, of being anywhere else at all. It's like she was put in, put in some kind of a stasis for 36 hours. When you just black out. So, um, of course... When something like this happens, a lot of people are going to start second-guessing themselves. They're going to start saying, well, man, now I'm scared to go anywhere. Maybe it's me. Maybe I have a mental disorder. So what what does she do? She goes to get checked out, goes to have all these tests. No, everything's fine. You're fine. She is like, I wish that I could blame it on just drinking and getting... (laughs) getting so shit-faced that I don't remember anything. She said, but I don't drink. So, yeah, in a case like this, with no memory, you cannot recall anything, where do they go? See, I, I don't have an answer for this because even people who go on to um, different dimensions or whatever. They have encounters with others. They remember being in these other places. 
They remember maybe being lost and not being able to find some place that looked familiar and so on. But these people, they have nothing. That's a very, very strange uh, incident, I believe. Very, very strange. And I have no explanation for that at all. I do know that there are probably more of these things that have happened to people than we realize. When I start looking at, okay, I'm just one person, and within just uh, so many hours, I have heard two of these type of stories. It's uh, just leads me to believe that there are more than we know of, all right? All right, the other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick is um, I've gotten some emails from people who asked me if I know about this um, TV show called The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. I have uh, watched some of that in the past. The, the first one, like the first season, I watched it in part of like one last year or whatever. I did watch some of that. I don't have really anything to um, to add to the whole Skinwalker Ranch story because just like many others, I've just read about it. And I, I first read about it with the experience that the Bigelows had and uh, so on with the, the wolf and with the cows or the bulls being... In locked up in that trailer and all this other stuff. There is definitely some strange stuff going on there. The people that they've got right now on that show are actually like scientists. They're not just, uh, they're not ghost hunters or paranormal investigators or anything like this. They're actually um, scientists. And you've got um, ast- astronomers and people like that out there looking at this, whatever the heck is going on. I believe that there are probably many portals on that land. And that is what causes a lot of these things to be able to happen. You've got very strange things happening and as well as things that are being seen in the sky that cannot be explained by people who are... um, astral physicists and things like this people who study these things and who are very very knowledgeable about these things they cannot make sense of what is happening there are things happening there that shouldn't even be a possibility so um yeah my whole thought about that is that there are more than likely many different portals many different stargates actually i'm going to say stargates on that land wow we got a big loud helicopter above us must be some excitement going on but anyways um i recorded a new one that was on last night i haven't seen it yet so i'm going to take a look at that sometime tonight then i'll be able to maybe add something give you my opinion. I know that you out there have your own opinions on what's happening with that, with on that land. Um, 
but what would the catalyst have been? See, that's what I look for. Okay, we know that there's something going on there. There's a lot happening there. And we know what is probably one of the things that is allowing these things to happen. But what started it? How did it begin? That's where I would like to go to. Because when you look and see what started it, then it gives you a better idea of how these things are being allowed to happen in our time. It's very important to know how it started, what the catalyst was. It makes all the difference in the world once you know that. Well, it does for me anyhow. But anyways, um, that's all I've got for today. I still have this wacky schedule. I'm lucky to be able to come on actually any day the way that um, this horrible schedule is going right now. I will try to be back. Um, it's looking like probably mm, maybe Saturday. It's looking like maybe Saturday, depending on how busy my Friday is. But anyways, guys, I want to thank all of you so much for taking this journey with me. There is so much that we've got to look at. We could just go on indefinitely with all of these different things that we hear about on a daily basis. We could just, I mean, our walk could just go on indefinitely. It's almost like an infinity type of walk because you never know of everything that is going on. We just learn more and more each day. We hear more strange things each day. So I guess we just take our pick. What interests us the most? I am guilty of actually, well, it was kind of like more of a one-way street for me, but now I'm just trying to branch out and look at all the different types of things that are out there, all the different types of anomalies and and um, strange creatures and experiences. Because if we just have our blinders on and just see one thing, we're missing out on all of the other stuff that's out there. And when it comes to presenting certain things to people, well, we don't want to be boring. We don't want to just talk about one thing. That's just like a eating the same thing for dinner every single day. It gets to be really boring and monotonous. So we like to um, discuss different things. Some of them aren't spooky or creepy or anything like that. Some of them are just mysterious. There are actually things that are mysterious, but they're actually kind of funny. There are also those things that are mysterious, but kind of like good. It ends up like in a happy type of ending. So there are all different kinds. We will never run out of things to discuss when it comes to mysteries, encounters. I mean, even encounters with strange people. There is a lot of that stuff out there too. And I've had my encounters with some strange people. And sometimes I wonder, were they really people at all? Anyways, once again, thank you guys. 
it's going to be hot as heck like for the next few days, especially out here in Southern California where I am. I know that tomorrow they're predicting it's going to be like 100 degrees. Well, that means it's going to probably be closer to 105 where I am located. So that goes for um, Thursday and Friday, I believe. But um, while it seems like summer, it's not summer yet. We have not come to the first day of summer for this year yet. So um, I guess we're going to be pretty hot this year. But you know, I... Okay, don't judge me, guys. Don't get mad at me, but I like it. I'm out here right now in my shack. My shack's getting ready to turn into a sweat box. But anyways, I will be back talking to you soon. Everybody, have a great day. Ciao.